1: Welcome back to the Working on Purpose Show. Thanks for tuning in again this week. I'm your host, Elise Cortez, joining you live from Dallas, Texas, which is home base for me. If you've been tuning in for a while, then you know this program is all about helping people create more meaningful and purposeful lives and equipping leaders inside organizations to cultivate meaning and purpose that elicits passion, inspired contribution, innovation, and persevering performance. I talk with my guests to draw on their expertise and share my own experience consulting, speaking, and developing workforces across the globe. Every week in these conversations, I hope you walk away with something you can immediately put to use, and if I can do anything to help you along your journey, go to my website at EliseCortez.com and use the contact me feature to message me and tell me about it. I want to talk with you and explore what's going on for you and just how I might be able to help, whether you want to join the distribution list to stay informed with these radio show topics, you want to see about joining a catchfire online inspiration, accountability, or mastermind community to nurture your own purpose and bring it out to the world, You want to look into the Purpose-Driven Leadership Program for yourself or your team. They're offered either on-site or via webcast. Um, You're interested in the Women on Purpose, a thought leadership summit that we're holding in in, um, Portland in September. Or you want me to speak at your company or conference. At any rate, I'm glad we're connected, and thanks for listening. Now onto this week's program. With us today is Karen Hoyos. She is a global transformational leader, celebrity coach, best selling author, and speaker. And she's considered one of the most influential leaders in the area of personal development who has given her life to her purpose so that every person can see it as possible to live on their own. she is the author of the recently published book called Purpose, The Ultimate Quest. We'll be talking about some key points from the book and tools you can put to use to help you discover your own purpose. She joins us today from Miami, Florida. Karen, welcome to Working on Purpose.
2: Hola, Liz. I'm so excited to be here with you. Uh, hola, querida. Uh, <laughs> thank querida you, de Colombia. Thank you, thank you. It is so sí, wonderful sí, sí. to have you. Ah, right?
1: <laughs> A little energy. Woo! Let's do this thing. Um, <laughs> I, I was so happy that your publisher found me and I, 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 I read your entire book. From, from One Place mm. to Last, and I loved every moment of it, so I want to get as much out of it, this conversation, as we possibly can generate for our listeners so they, too, can experience you and at least get an introduction to you. So thank you. It, Yeah, you're welcome, Karen. Thank you. And um, I want to talk in this first segment about you know purpose on the planet, et cetera, and why you're here. And before we do that, I really want to present something really powerful that you put into the book um and i was just astounded to read that according to spiritual and scientific sources only 1% of the world's population is fully living to the life's purpose hello yes. i i didn't realize it was that low no wonder we're out there working on this share your perspective of that
2: yes well first of all i want to thank you for generating this space for people to be inspired to find and live their life's purpose i really acknowledge your work on earth and may God and the universe continue blessing you so you may continue also impacting the life of so many people that need your message.
1: Thank you, Karen. As you you know yourself, it's an amazing, precious gift to get to live your purpose, and, and I'm grateful, very grateful that I get to do it. So thank you for that.
2: Of course, my dear. And to touch on this first important key point that you just mentioned, it was very surprising for me, too, when I found out this is statistics. At the same time, it's very inspiring for me because if only 1% of the population of this planet is living their life purpose and there is so much goodness going on and so, so many people are now being transformed, inspired to live a better life. To leave a legacy, more and more people are into personal development, personal growth, spiritual growth. Is because the light is always more powerful than the darkness, and and we we know this. the The darkness is just the absence of light. And when we understand that every one of the of us in this planet have a purpose and have that light, and when we recognize that if there is a lot of darkness around us, it's just the world calling us for our light, and then we can. Each and every one of us take responsibility for our part and choose to make a difference. But we all know that we cannot make a difference outside if we don't start within us first. So mm-hmm. the first step here is to recognize first what is that part of me that I that doesn't see my light yet. What is a part of me that is still in the past that is just is still trapped in the pain of what happened to me in my life experiences that I haven't let go, that I haven't healed, that is not allowing me yet to shine my light
0: to the world. Mm,
1: That is such a beautiful way to get us present to this topic, Karen. Oh my gosh. Now, now we're going to add something else, another layer to that, which I think is just incredible. So if only 1% of the population is living to their life's purpose, you go on in your book to say that research has shown that when we increase this number to 3%, then the entire planet can be shifted to a level of consciousness where peace will be possible. That blows me away. That is such a great thing to work toward.
2: Yes. Yes. It's that motivation that inspired me to continue moving forward, despite of all the challenges that you will find and you will face when you decide to live your life purpose. And as you know, a little bit about my story, I'm a survivor of domestic violence. So I went through a lot of difficulties in my life. I had a gun pointing to my head in one point of my life and it was very difficult because I had the knowledge of personal development, but I didn't really know how to use it. So for me, for someone who almost died For someone who went through so much abuse, physical and emotional abuse, to know that I had hope, to know that I had an opportunity not only to change my life, but to find purpose within what happened to me, it was for me just a way to create a new life. It was a calling for me to say, well, if I was able to shift what it happened to me, that means that many other people can do so. And that's what the 3% goes to. It's our re- responsibility, the people who are listening right now, you and I, we have a responsibility to share what's good. We have a responsibility to share the tools that have made a difference in our life. And that by sharing that, we give other people the opportunity and to remind them who they really are. We don't have to tell people who they are, because they already know. Everyone of us, we know who we are inside. We just have to take away the distractions of our ego, the little voice in our head, the false self that we have in our mind that says that we're not enough. And when we take that out of the way, we can get connected to our really true self, which is our essence, and from there, start building a new life.
1: Mm. couple things to that really quick. So one, I love the way that you I, and I wanted to talk about how that you distinguish essence and ego. And we'll, I want to say more about that a little bit later as well as we mm-hmm. talk about some of the healing piece that you talk about in your book. But that whole mm-hmm. bit about talking when I'm out sharing with audiences, what I, my, my message is around meaning and passion, inspiration and purpose. You're absolutely right, Karen. That's what's been happening is. Some of the audience members get really present to, I want that, that I want something more for myself. I know there's something more mm-hmm. for myself. And that is that is where I really make my connection and start to see the possibility of making the difference that I want to make. And to my point, my view, my unique purpose lens is to be able to help so many people across the world, Karen, who are literally walking through life dead, and most of them don't even know it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And this is your calling. And I know you are living your purpose. I know you are fulfilled. I can hear it in your energy, in the essence of how you communicate, who you are being when nobody's looking, what is behind the scenes. It's not when you have your show, but really who you are being as a person. And that is what's possible when people find their purpose, when people start living their purpose, and we all have the same opportunity. And I believe that is not only our right, but our responsibility to fulfill our calling, to fulfill our purpose, because as we are happy, as we found that joy within our heart, and then we can share with other people and we give them the opportunity for them to do the same, but we cannot give what we don't have. We can only share that inspiration when we start living it ourselves, and that's what's possible with Purpose.
1: I know that to be true. And I love that so resounded with me when I was reading your book. And in fact, what I want to do two things next, um, I I want to be able to, one, presence for our listeners, how you articulated your purpose in your book. And I'm happy to read that unless you want to say it. And then I want to talk about those six kinds of people in the world that you talk about relative to the relationship to the Mm -hmm. key and purpose. That's what I want to do next. So do you want me to, can I read what you wrote in the book for purpose? Okay. And you comment and add to it. But so this Mm -hmm. is what what she said listeners of so beautiful so Karen's purpose is my life's purpose is to awaken human consciousness through purpose so that more people choose to evolve consciously and transform the quality of our human existence into one of harmony peace and love wow
2: Mm. (laughs) it it touched my heart and and I get moved and even though I have been doing this my dear for 15 years now in November it's going to be 16 years and I have over 40,000 graduates of my seminars I still, I am still moved by the power of those words because this is a purpose that is bigger than me. This is a purpose and a vision that is bigger than, than myself, that everything I ever thought I was going to create. And even though the mind always doubts what the heart creates is just so beautiful that by choosing every single day to heal my life to let go, to create, to live in a state of gratitude, to contribute, to make a difference. I have been able to not only make a difference for my life, but for so, so many others. So actually, I'm very touched by this uh, beautiful purpose. uh, It is a reminder for me that I still have so much to do, but a celebration for what is already being done.
1: Mm -hmm. I completely agree. Um, And what I think is so great is we're both up to heightening the vibration of humankind. That's both really what we're up to. And I, I think it would be extremely useful for our listeners. To be able to let you, you share a bit about those six groups of people that you identified. And let's see, listeners, if you can identify which group that you're in. So uh, these are, Mm -hmm. how you describe these, these these are people based on their relationship to the key to open the door to their purpose. And so the first group you talk about are the lost ones, that they're unaware they possess the key. Say more about this group so our listeners can get present. Sure. They might be in this bucket.
2: Yes, and I love how we're doing it. You mentioned it, and then I, I comment on it. So I, I perfect. It's like I feel like I'm inside the book right now. So it's <laughs> wonderful. I love it. Yes, so the people that are lost, so we all have met people or have encountered people that they don't really know why they're here. Maybe they are lost in the streets, or um, they take drugs, or they have any other type of addiction. They they don't want to leave. They They're not really present in this life. They, they don't want to be here. They're lost. They don't know their value. Maybe they have gone through a lot of pain in their life and they have given up. So these are the people that are lost. And now it's not that they don't have a purpose because we all have a purpose. It's just that they don't know that they have a purpose and we are all born with a key. And what is the key is faith. Is And this key of faith, and I'm not talking about religion faith. I'm talking about the knowingness within our heart, that we are here to make a difference, that we are here for something more than your survive. We all have that knowingness in our heart, and that's what I call the key, and that key is the one that opens the door of our purpose, and this first group, they don't know they have a purpose, they don't know they have the key, and they have pretty much given up. Now, they may also join the next group, but most of them right now, they're just in that a space of limbo, not knowing where to go, not knowing what to do, and not knowing who they are.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the first group. The second group is ca- you call the seekers, and they they know they mm-hmm. have the key and are seeking to open the door to their purpose. So tell us more about them.
2: Yes. So seekers are people, and I was there, and I'm sure you were there too. I was ear, there and, too, yes. And, 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 exactly, in, in which you find the people that are committed to find their purpose. So they know they have the key, to open the door of their purpose, so they know they are aware there is a purpose for their life. They just don't know it yet. And in my case, I was reading many books and I was going to uh, different, uh, different religions, and I was always seeking for the truth. So these are the people that are looking for the answer: What is my purpose? Who am I? Why am I here? And is that thirst? They're hungry to know why they came to this planet and this is a great group because people that start in this group and eventually move to the other groups and finally start living their purpose in life is the one that really leaves great seats for other people because once you are a seeker you also join other people that are looking for their path so it's a great movement of people looking for their own truth whatever that is because The paths are different for everyone, but a seeker is a powerful one. A seeker who's hungry and committed to find his own or her own truth, he will find the door. The seeker will find the door of his purpose for sure. Now, the question is, what are you going to do once you find it?
1: Which probably brings us to the spectator group, right? They found their purpose. They located Mm -hmm. the door, but they have not yet opened it. Say more about them.
2: Exactly, and and this is a dangerous place, my dear, because uh, here are people that have a lot of knowledge. So maybe they have studied a lot, they have done a lot of seminars, personal development trainings, they read a lot of books. They uh, are very eloquent in talking about purpose and why they're here. They know what their purpose is. They know what they want to do with their life, but yet they're still not doing it. It's like you're talking, but you're not acting. And without an action, There is no reaction. And this is a danger place because you can get very comfortable because if you have a good life, but it's not exactly what you know you came here to live, but it's good, it's easy to be comfortable. So a lot of people here, they end up just watching through the window, the clear window that you can see everything that is possible that is behind the door and you can see the happiness. You can see the abundance, you can see the fulfillment and you can talk about it. But nobody is opening the freaking door. So it's like, hello, move your butt. Vamonos. <laughs> Vamonos. No, yeah. So that's exactly, it. That. place to be. Exactly. That's, and
1: those are the people that we need to wake up. Now, hold your thought for just a second yep. because I want to make sure and give us enough time to really go into the other three. But let's grab our first break, Karen. So, listeners, hang on. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm your host Elise Cortez. We've been on the air with the lovely and vibrant Karen Hoyas, who is a global transformational leader, celebrity coach, speaker, and best-selling author. She's the author of the recently published book called *Purpose: The Ultimate Quest*. She's joined us today from Miami, Florida. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
0: Back to Working On Purpose.
1: Thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. If you're just joining us, my guest is Karen Hoyos. She is a global transformational leader, celebrity coach, speaker, and bestselling author. She is considered one of the most influential leaders in the area of personal development, who has given her life to her purpose so that every person sees that it's possible for them to live their own. She's the author of the recently published book, Purpose, The Ultimate Quest. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. So just before the break, Karen, we were talking about the six different kinds of people that you've identified relative to the world of purpose. We talked about the lost ones the seekers the spectators and now we come mm-hmm. to the braves which you say have found their purpose chosen to use the key to open the door to follow their dreams who are they
2: exactly these are the action takers these are the people that have chosen saying yes to their purpose even though they don't know the how and this is very important because many people that say as the spectators is because they don't know the how and i will promise you the how will come to you once you choose to leave your purpose. Now, before I talk more about this group, it's important to understand how do you find this door, right? How do you find your purpose? Well, ask yourself this question. If you had all the money in the world and all the time to enjoy it, what would you do with your time? Well, what is your passion? What is it that is in your heart that if you don't have to work a day in your life, if you don't have to work for money, use for love and passion, that's exactly what you will do. And once you know what it is, either being a life coach, a radio host, continue doing what you're doing, an architect, a doctor, something very different than what you're doing right now or, or just find that passion that is in your heart, your your abilities that you combine for the service of other people because you just love it. That's what your door is. That is the door I'm talking about. When I'm talking about the door of your purpose, is your passion your vehicle to make a difference in the world? And every time that someone said, "This is set," I'm going for my dreams. This is set, even though I may not know how. Many people maybe said it's not going to be possible. To me, many people said, "Karen, you will never make it." When I started this journey, this was a, an industry of men. They were it was run by men. I was very young, Latina, young, beautiful. It's like I didn't really see the criteria what it a spiritual master will be or a spiritual coach or business coach, because I didn't match with the profile people had. So once you find your purpose, you have to understand that you will encounter a a lot of negativity of the collective ego. And that's why I call them brave because they are the ones that have the courage to say, no matter what, what the heck, I'm going to just open the door. I'm going to follow my calling. I don't know what is in the other side. There is a knowingness in my heart that this is what I must do so I decide to open the door and I start leaving my purpose. Oh,
1: that's just beautiful how you render that, right? If that doesn't call people in, I don't know what's going to do it, Karen. So that's got to get the get us then to the next group, which you call the defeated—the ones that were once brave but have lost their way. Maybe they couldn't quite handle what came at them.
2: Yes. Tell us more about them. And you know, this is a very challenging group because it's for me very challenging to mention because it's like the ones that had it already know what it is. Like, they taste the waters, right? Like they they try the waters, but and then they decide, you know what? I can do this. I'm not enough. I don't have what it takes. Why? And why this happens, first of all, is because once you open the door of your your purpose, your ego, your ego gets really loud, so like the little voice in your head. And when I'm talking about the ego, I'm talking about your false self is who you think you are, that little voice in the head that is always talking, judging. And if someone is listening right now and saying... One little voice in my head. I don't have any voice in my head. <laughs> Maybe Karen, because she's Colombian and crazy in Miami. That is the voice I'm talking about, right? That right. little voice is the one that is always judging our heart choices. It's always judging the calling of our soul. It's, if the soul say yes, the ego will always say no, and it will try to convince you that you don't have enough, that you don't know enough, that this, this is not the right moment the maybe later. And that's when people give up. When they decide to listen to the little boys and say, you know what? I'm not worthy of this key. I'm not worthy of this, of this purpose. What if, what if I was wrong? No. And then the bills start showing up and financial situations, financial challenges, things start getting really messy here because it's a crucial moment when we choose either to continue moving forward to persevere or to give up and a group of people here decide you know what I'm not I'm not good enough I'm not gonna do this I'm gonna throw my teeth. and that's when they are out of the game and it's sad because many of them take their life with them because they cannot live with the pain of not living what they know they have to do because once you find your purpose and you start living your purpose and you choose not to to manifest or to move forward, it's like having a, a spider in your face, like a hairy, a smelly a spider <laughs> in your face. Wherever you go, you cannot pretend it's not there. So you cannot be in peace unless you choose to move forward.
1: Mm, I, the way the two present said, there, there's got to be people listening to this program that are going, oh my gosh, that's me. Uh, and, and so, mm. right, we, you need help out there, folks. If you're in this space, any of these places, you need help, but especially that one. Um, well, then that brings us to the last one. Your favorite one, as you like to say, the chosen ones, those who have faced everything to fulfill their
2: destiny. Yes. And the great news is no matter where you are, seeker, a spectator, brave, even the defeated one, even if you were like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to do this. And you already gave up. No matter what group you are, you can be part of the chosen one. You can. Yes, you can. It is a right that every one of you have. If you're listening to me, I want you to think about someone who inspired you. Maybe it's Mother Teresa, maybe it was Gandhi, Mother Luther King, Jesus, any leader in life who already uh, is not here because of transition or it's still here, see jobs, whatever. Anyone that you are inspired by, I want you to think of their life. They all went through caca, okay? They all have their own <laughs> Piece of caca. You know, we're not going to put here perfume on top of caca. We need to clean it up and we have to recognize that it's just part of life. We all go through stuff. And no matter where you are, what situation you are living, if you choose, if you choose to move forward, if you choose to use your key, open the door, and even if you fail, Many times you decide to get up again and say, you know what, I am I don't know how is this going to work. But if I have a calling in my heart, if I have a knowingness in my essence, it's because God knows what he's doing. And whatever your uh, belief is, maybe it's God, universe, use whatever label works for you. In my case, it's God. And I know that if God puts a calling in your heart, it's because you are capable because you have what it takes, because everything that happened in your past before now was part of a perfect plan for you to be ready to fulfill your purpose. And those are the chosen ones. You are the chosen one. And this group, for now, in this planet, is only 1% of the population, but we are manifested that every day are more and more. These are the people who are shifting the consciousness of humanity. These are the people that are ending um, racism, even though we are going through so many things right now, these are the people that stand for equality. These are the people that stand for opportunity. These are the people that believe in equal rights, that believe that every person in this planet deserves to fulfill their purpose, to fulfill their dreams. These are the people that help other people to do the same, Many people say, well, but, but there are more bad people than good people. I don't believe in that. I believe the people that are really doing the good, what they do is to help other people to do the same. And that's what you have to do. If you're not there yet in the chosen one group, but you want to be there, surround yourself with people that are there. And if they're not part of your closed circle, well, study them, like what you're doing with this show. You get inspired. You study the life of people. You read about them. You you channel what these people have been doing in their life or what they did in their life to overcome adversity and challenges and how they came to be who they are. Because I'm telling you, if you are listening to this right now and you are inspired, if you have a calling in your, in your heart, it's because you are meant to be in part of this group and cho- so chosen one. It's because you are the chosen one. You are it. Like when you're playing tag, tag, you're it.
1: This is it. Mm. That's so great. And I, the way that you help us really understand that space of of you, of, that it's there. It's just up for us to be able to get in touch with it and then live it. It's the opportunity. And that whole bit about being able to be part of this work to transform the consciousness of the world, that's definitely what I'm up to. And I'm grateful and proud to be in this and working in this space with you, Karen. It's it's amazing. And I want to help more people get there. So, um, yes. Right? I yes. mean, so one of the things that you talk about in your book that's so interesting, I've never seen this done before, and you've said it a couple of times, is you distinguish the essence and the ego. And you say that, that the biggest obstacle that prevents people from living their purpose is their relationship with their ego. So I think it would help yes. our listeners if you could say a little bit more about that.
2: Yes. And, and, and before I move there, what you just said, at least about you wanting to help other people to get where you are, this is what I meant with people when they are in the 1% you will always find people who are in the 1% wanting to help other people to do the same. So I really salute you. I I, I acknowledge you for doing that, my dear.
1: Mm, Thank you. Gracias mucho.
2: Con todo el amor. So to (laughs) move forward with this uh, amazing distinction about ego and essence, we have many, those who have been seekers and have been reading books and learning about different practices, we heard maybe about the ego and about how bad is it and if you studied some religions, you heard about like the devil or the bad energy or bad mojo, whatever, but there is always this negative force, negative energy that is present in most of uh, uh, the teachers, teachings that are spiritual based or religion based or uh, personal development based, right? So when we talk about the ego many times and when people practice yoga or meditation, they're always like wanting to get rid of the ego, right? Like it's bad, like it's this bad thing about us that we cannot be. And I have read a different perspective about it in, in two books. One is called The uh, New Earth and the other one is called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, which mm-hmm. I really love. And he starts showing the concept of the ego as our false self, who we think we are, like the little boys in our head. And that inspired me to really move into another direction. And I went into meditation and I asked God because I have conversations with God. You know, I just talked to God and I said, well, what do we have an ego anyways? Like, what is the point of having these little boys in our head? I know God is not a God of judgment. Is not a God of punishment. Is not a bad God who wants to punish us for our sins. I don't believe in that. I believe that God is love and God have created in his image to us, or her image, them, right? So that we are free to create a life that we want to create. And that includes, if we choose to create negativity, suffering, because we have the freedom to do whatever we want with our life, well, sadly, we also have the freedom to create negativity, right? But it's all because of God's love that let us be who we are and what we choose to be, that all of these situations are happening in the world. So I asked God, what is the point of this ego? And the answer was very clear and changed my life forever. And God said, well, this is for you to remember who you really are. And at that moment, I was like, wait a minute, but little voice, like the ego, negativity to remember who really I, um, I'm not sure if I understand. So it took me a little bit to really get the, the fact that once you understand who you are not, so the little voice. The ego is a, it's a protective uh, mechanism. It's like it wants to protect you. But what is it that it wants to protect you from the unknown? So in our essence, we have infinite knowledge. We have infinite possibilities of creation. Now, within that infinite possibilities of creation, the mind of human being, the, the human being mind, starts creating also things that are not as good for humanity. And that's where the ego starts forming this separation, the illusion of separation. So if we decide to connect to who we really are, which is our heart, which is our essence or natural state, we can observe the the thoughts that we have in our head. We can uh, can observe what the ego is saying and automatically understand that that's not who I am. For example, my ego is saying, oh, you're stupid. You don't know enough. Nobody's going to believe you. Nobody is going to listen to you. So if I I am observing those thoughts and understanding that that's not who I am, that that's just my ego wanting to convince me not to follow my dreams because it's afraid of what comes next, which is the unknown. What if you are really powerful? What if people really listen to you? What if you really fulfill your your purpose, your dreams? What is in the other side? So terrified of the unknown that prefers to keep you in the same place. So if I understand that and I see those thoughts and I have become an observer, I can say to those thoughts, thank you for sharing. Thank you for reminding me that I am worthy, that I have what it takes, that I am the chosen one, that I'm choosing to leave my purpose now. So when I talk about having a relationship with the ego is instead of fighting the ego, because if you fight it, it makes it makes it stronger. Instead of ignoring the ego, the little voice, because if you ignore it, it also gets stronger. Instead of doing all of that, convincing, fighting, ignoring, you start getting to know your ego so well that when it comes up, it's no longer going to run your life. It's no longer going to control your life because you automatically recognize that that thing that thinking those thoughts are not you That's just your ego and then as soon as you understand that you have a choice you are now free to choose coming from your essence or listening to the ego and acting accordingly
1: oh my gosh karen that was beautiful okay hold that thought because i want to say more about that when we come back from our last break I'm Elise Cortez, your host. We've been on the air with Karen Hoyos. She is a global transformational leader, celebrity coach, speaker, and best-selling author. She is the author of the recently book called *Purpose: The Ultimate Quest*. She joins us today from Miami, Florida. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Back to working on purpose.
1: Thanks for staying with us and welcome back to Working on Purpose. If you're just tuning in, my guest is Karen Hoyos. She is a global transformational leader, celebrity coach, speaker, and best-selling author. She's considered one of the most influential leaders in the area of personal development, who has given her life to her purpose so that every person can see it possible for them to live their own. She's the author of the recently published book called Purpose, the Ultimate Quest. I'm your host, Elise Cortez. So before the break, Karen, that was a beautiful way to really help us distinguish ego and essence. I think that's incredibly useful for our listeners to get that, and that we have to get to know our ego in order to be able to embrace our essence. And one of the things that you say in the book that I think is so powerful is that you say that pr- purpose is happening in the present and that in order to live one's purpose, we must heal from any past issues and understand the gift they bring us, that, that they, they brought us. Yeah. Say more about that. That's very powerful.
2: Yes, and I love this because it is very easy to understand when you put it in practice to your current situation or your results. What I mean by that is you are listening right now and the results you have in your relationship, personal relationships, in your uh, finances, in in your health, they're not a match for what you have in your heart, for what you know you deserve is because there are roots, emotional roots from your past, you haven't healed yet so it is important to understand that every fruit of your life is a consequence of the seeds that you have been planted uh, before in the past when you when you were uh, starting your experience of life and it's usually before when when you were seven years old in my case for example i remember that i saw domestic violence i witnessed how my father um, was abusing my mom when i was four years old so That 4 year old girl make a decision, a subconscious decision that every man were like my father. So from that point, I grew up wanting to change that situation, wanting to change what my mom experienced. And of course, because I didn't heal that relationship with my past, I end up duplicating the same thing. And this is the reason why many people know they have to be in good relationship, know they deserve better, but still continue manifesting the same results why because you haven't healed your past yet because there is still roots and decisions that your ego may when you were little that are still running the show
1: Oh, so a couple of things to that, Karen, that is so great the way that you distinguish this for us. So one of the things that you say in your book, which I completely endorse, because I also I do talk about how we need to embrace our adversity, because it helps us become who we're meant to become. But you also go on to say something slightly different. You say that we should stop asking why something bad happened to us, but rather, what for? What, what's it serving yes. us? And I think that's such a great opening. I'm, I'm a logotherapist. That, that just means how people discover meaning and what, how they can make meaning and sense of things of, that happen in their life and who they are. That opens a whole space for people when you ask it like that.
2: Yes. And why is this important, Elise? Because it brings people to take responsibility. That why is a victim mentality. Why yes. me? Why this? Oh, I'm a victim. And for so many years, I know what that is because i was a victim of domestic violence i was a victim of my situation for many years until i decide to be responsible to take responsibility for my life and said i'm no longer a victim of what happened to me i am responsible of what i created in my life now this doesn't mean that what happened to me was okay i'm not justifying domestic violence I'm not taking the impact of, of what happened. but well, what I'm saying is I am the one who created this life. I am the one who created these results. So that means that I have the power to change it. As soon as you decide, as soon as you choose to be responsible for your results, as soon as you understand that this is your creation, what you're living right now, what you love, what you hate, what you don't like about your life right now, everything has been your creation. I know it's something that the ego hates to hear and the ego wants to say, well, but you don't know my mom. You don't know my father. You don't know my sister. You don't know. I understand. We all have one of those in our life or many of those in our life. I understand. But no matter what, if you don't want to perpetuate these results, the first step is to be responsible. And how we are responsible when we choose to say, this is my creation. And because this is my creation, I am grateful. Yes, you hear it right. I am grateful for what what happened in the past until now. And it is when you're able to look at your past and understand that every situation, even the most painful one, even the ones that you don't really want to think about, they were all part of a plan for your evolution. That if you choose to be able to say, I'm thankful for the experiences of my past because I learned one, two, three, and you can mention the things that you learned. And that doesn't mean that it's okay. That doesn't mean that you're justifying what happened, but you're saying this is never going to happen again because I understood why I created this. What was the, the purpose? More than the why, what was the purpose of my creation? I understand now. And when you understand the gift behind the challenge, the gift behind the pain and then you start the healing and with the healing you start also uh, receiving the wisdom from the healing so you can help other people and eventually fulfill the purpose of our pain in our past what is the purpose of the pain of the past so we can help other human beings so they don't go through the same things that we did or if they went through the same things, we help them heal even faster and that's how we start the movement of healing when we use what happened in our past to continue growing and to leave a legacy on this planet.
1: I just want to echo two things to that that's so well said. Uh, one is that I really embrace what you said about standing in, in a place of responsibility, embracing w- what we can do with this, how it's how it's made us who we are and who we can become. And two, that it's really this whole bit is really getting to we are are on a path of evolution whether we realize it or not or conscious of it or not we are and the Mm -hmm. opportunity is to engage in that and become a seeker or you know start the process here and really understand that Mm -hmm. our lives are evolving we have an opportunity to really direct that and and do it in a way that lets us really live our purpose and make a difference in the world that needs to be made
2: yes exactly and as we all take responsibility as we all come together as you who are listening right now understand that we need you that this is not a path for some we need you if you're listening right now to this message is because you are the chosen one it's because you are ready it's because you are it and as you understand and choose your responsibility as you understand and you choose your purpose despite of what your mindset despite of what the ego said that you're not ready you're not good enough you're not worthy or whatever Kaka is saying, if you choose to say yes, if you choose to heal your past and share your gift with the world, this world will be transformed. I believe in that, and we see it every single day. More and more people are awakened to who they really are and they start the process of transformation. And That's all it takes. That's all it takes. If we choose that, the rest is going to be a ripple effect, and the world will. The world is going to be awakened and is exactly what's happening. We cannot stop this process now. We have the power to change the world. And it's in your hands, person by person, one at a time. Choosing purpose one at a time will transform that whole planet.
1: And that is a worthy movement I'm happy to devote the rest of my life to. So I am. I am on yes. the bus with you, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> we are only we've only got like about five minutes left here and i want to talk about something that people are not going to expect us to expect us to talk about and that is money so one of the things yeah. that, that we talked about you and i when we were preparing for this conversation is this whole notion of purpose and spirituality connection with money and you say something in your book about um, coming out of the spiritual closet about money So talk to us a little bit about what you mean by that. And I also want to talk about what you say that selling is a way to love our clients.
2: Yes, I love this. And this is so important that it's included in this conversation because we have been taught for years and for generations that spirituality and money don't match. That business and heart, business and purpose and business and spirituality uh, are not a match. Because we have been taught that the money is a thing of the ego, that is evil, that is the root of all of the ego and all all evil and of those things that we heard before. That it makes people greedy and all of these false accusations from the ego. And I used to believe that. And the first four years of my career as a coach, I made no money. I was broke. People were going to my seminars, doubling their income income, tripling their income, and I was going broke every time more and more. I wanted to register to my own seminar. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I didn't understand why was happening, right? And it wasn't until I met my mentor, Gary Solvit, a Jewish entrepreneur, multimillionaire, who taught me that, first of all, showed me that I had, I had cut my spiritual relationship with money based on my false beliefs. I didn't see God in money. And the truth is, if you don't see God in everything, you don't see it at all. If you are separating God from money, you're saying God is not in every every way, in every place on this earth. If you are separating the energy of love from money, you're saying, well, love is conditional to some things of some people. At the moment you take that blindfold and you realize the money is a compensation for our gift money was created as a way to compensate our gift and then you cut that uh, um the string that separates you from money you connect you see god you see energy you see love also in money and you understand that you are worthy and not only you have the right yes you have the responsibility of creating abundance in your life because more you have more you can give so this is a responsibility for us as spiritual beings to grow in prosperity so we can help even more people we can give back more as when we choose the abundance in our life
1: oh my gosh karen and that is so powerful because you're right i think you know in my own journey i had to go through this and and i i still am to a certain extent about wow you know if i'm going to make a difference in the world you know and shouldn't be focused on money, and I'm not. I'm, I don't I don't focus on the money. It's a, it's a byproduct, right? But I think a lot yeah. of people have the mistaken belief that I have to choose money or purpose, not both.
2: Exactly. And as soon as you are leaving money out of the equation, you are separa- separating God. You are separa- separating love. You are saying, well, my the power of my gift only comes to this place, but not to that place. You are the one being in ego. As soon as you are separating yourself from the money, you are being ego. You are the one judging yourself, judging the money, and judging the impact. So let's embrace it all. Come in oneness and choose to understand that if you have a gift, if you share the gift, you have the right and the responsibility to be compensated for the gift. And if you choose to share wisely that compensation, you will be part of the creation of wealth and abundance in the, in the world, and you will help with those resources heal the world as well.
1: Oh my gosh, Karen, that is just, I think that really opens up something for a lot of our listeners that have been struggling with this. And I, I talk to people all the time who start to engage me and they say, well, I don't know if I can go down this path because I'm not really sure I want to give up the lifestyle that I've created for myself. I don't know that I really want to mm-hmm. walk away from my income or my 401k or my bonus, whatever it is. And, 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 and that, I know that's the ego speaking, Absolutely.
2: One hundred percent, And let me tell you, my dear, I have an amazing life. I can say I I am a mother of twins. They are now 16. I have never missed a field trip of their school. I was there for every important event. I still um, am. If I want to stay home and I want to just stay in my pajamas, like right now I'm in my pajamas while I'm doing this interview, right? (laughs) Because I have no boss, because my only boss is God, and because I'm choosing my life every day. And when you choose to have the freedom to live the life you love. That doesn't mean that you have to have luxury. Luxury is not for everyone, but whatever it is that you feel in your heart that you want to do with that compensation, with money, with financial um, abundance in your life, it is what you deserve. You deserve to live the life that you love the way that you have created in your heart. Don't let the ego Take away the life from you. Don't let the, let the evil convince you that you're not worthy, that you're not deserved, because what he wants is to limit you. You are here to live a life of happiness, abundance, health, passion, a lot of passion, energy, and of course, to leave a legacy on this planet.
1: Oh, what a beautiful way to finish, Karen. I want to just keep you and hang on to you. And of course, I will be staying in touch. You're not running away from me. Thank you so much for for being on the show, for sharing your beautiful soul, your passion, your purpose. It has been delightful to get to know you better and share you with my listeners across the globe.
2: Oh, it was my pleasure, my love. Thank you so much. You know, you can always count on me, invite me back. I love this. I love everyone who is part of this family, amazing. And you can connect with me on social media. My name is Karen Hoyos, H-O-Y-O-S. So you can join me there. I have always great things to share. May God and the universe continue blessing you. I believe in you. You are a star. Keep shining.
1: Oh, that's so wonderful. You can also check her out on her her website too, KarenHoyos.com. And last week, if you missed the show live, you can always catch up your recorded podcast. We were on the air with Jonathan Herskowitz of SVOC, Business Growth Advisors. It's a consultancy that helps its clients grow their businesses by gaining an understanding of their strategy, vision, operations, and culture. We talked about those very things. Next week, we'll be on the air with author and purpose expert, Diane McClay. She's a personal transformation coach as well. We're going to talk about our joint collaboration to address the need and opportunity to develop more women in the workforce and why that's good for business see you there remember that works at least one third
0: of our life so let's work on purpose we hope you've enjoyed this week's program be sure to tune in to working on purpose featuring your host Elise cortez each week on the voice america empowerment channel this week find your life's purpose at work